Hi, my name is Marlon and welcome to today's webinar. Where we're going to discuss your 2018 internet marketing plan and how you can maximize your lead flow using the latest internet marketing strategies. Now I know as a appliance repair business owner you're really busy and I do value that time. So let me get right into it. We're going to discuss your goals for 2018 and how many leads do you need to each month if you want to hit those goals. We're now into the second quarter of 2018 and how did you do with quarter one? Did you hit those goals? Um, if not, we're going to talk about a few things to help you hit your second quarter goals um, and maybe even exceed them so that you can be on track with your goals for the rest of the year. We're going to talk about the three fundamentals of marketing success. So we're going to take a step back and look at marketing 101 because uh, sometimes the fundamentals are are what we need to 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 get stronger. Uh, we're going to talk about how to optimize your website for conversion in 2018 and beyond. We're going to look at the big picture of all the online marketing channels you should be tapping into if you want to maximize your lead flow online. And then we're going to develop a custom action plan based on where you are right now and what you need to do to get to the next level. And if you stay till the end, I want to encourage you to stay till the end because this is probably going to be at least an hour uh, webinar um, and I know you guys are really busy so to encourage you to stay I want to offer you a few different bonuses the image in the middle is what we consider to be the online domination blueprint so if you want to dominate your local service area where you're getting as much leads as you you guys can handle um, that's pretty much what it looks like um, the different all the different channels and you'll be able to print this information out put it up on a wall or provide it to you know your marketing department to, to help you get to the next level if you have one uh, the image on the left is the ultimate appliance repair online marketing checklist um, so it's going to have some of the, the top things you need to focus on if you want to get more leads from online um, there may be some things on there that you're already doing. Um, but it's going to talk about how to improve those if, if they can be improved. And then you may learn some new things as well that you need to implement right away. Uh, the image on the top right there is the most commonly searched appliance repair keywords for SEO and pay-per-click. So whether you're doing SEO or you're doing any type of um, um, paid advertising like Google AdWords, you may be wondering what keywords you should be going after. So we're going to give you a list of the top keywords that you, you should be trying to get your website ranked for or that you want to target in your pay-per-click campaigns. But so I, before we move forward, I do need your attention. All right. Um, I, w I want you to get the most out of this webinar. And if you're, you're continuously distracted, you probably won't. Uh, so I, I do ask if you could um, either turn the cell phones off or put it on silent throughout this webinar. If you have Facebook up, let's let's get that turned off um, so you don't have any alerts interrupting you. And if you're an appliance repair business owner and you're serious about getting better results in 2018, then the next 60 to 90 minutes will definitely have an impact on your business. So who am I and why should you listen to me? I'm the author of How to Generate a Flood of Leads, Customers, and Profits for Your Appliance Repair Business. Uh, my second book is How to Fill Your Days with Appointments. 
I'm widely accepted as the premier expert in internet marketing for the appliance repair industry. I work with several appliance repair businesses across the U.S. and I'm a consultant, speaker, and trainer for online marketing agencies. And we are appliance repair marketing experts. So unlike a lot of online marketing agencies, whether it's SEO agency or um, a pay-per-click advertising agency um, that work with multiple clients in multiple industries, we only work with appliance repair companies and we've been doing that for the last five years um, so we do understand your business and we do understand your customers so that's why we're very effective in what we do did you download the the workbook um, so i did send you a 27 page workbook in your email um, if you didn't download it yet um, uh, please go ahead and do so just uh, check your email um, it would have been, the, it should have been in the email today as well as the email from yesterday. And I'm going to just uh, wait a few seconds to allow you to download that workbook in the event you haven't already. And then we'll get started. All right, so let's get started. If, if you didn't, um, for some reason, receive that email, um, just, just try and follow along with us and um, you know, take out a, a pen and paper and just, just make some notes here. So what are your goals for 2018? Uh, here's a quote from Brian Tracy, um, success is goals, all else is commentary. Um, if you're not familiar with Brian Tracy, he's um, a, a very popular um, sales coach. Um, if if um, you want to learn more about sales too, you could just look him up um, on, on Amazon. Uh, but very important quote here, right? Success is goals. So if we're not set, setting goals, then that, that could be one of the reasons why we're not getting where we need to be with our business. So what are your goals for 2018? What is your revenue target um, for, for whether that could be monthly or yearly? Um, we, we do usually recommend that our clients set a yearly revenue target and then break it down on a monthly basis. That way you can track and see where you're going each month, right? Uh, you don't want to get to November and you're like, man, I'm so way off my goals because you weren't actually tracking it because at that point it's too late. And now we're in the second quarter, so it's a good time to review how the last few months went and, and see if you're on track. Um, so after you figure out what your revenue target is for the year, for some of you, it may be 50000 others it could be 100000 uh, Some of your larger operations, it may be $1.5 So go ahead and write down what you would like to make by the end of 2018. All right, and then the next step is to divide that by 12 so we can figure out what your monthly goals should be. Um, and you guys can take these numbers after um, to see if you're on track if you, if you don't already know. 
All right, so once you have the monthly amount, uh, we need to figure out how many calls um, do you need per month um, to hit the target. And then what is your average transaction value? Um, I'm going to go over an example in a, in a few um, so you guys can see you know, how I'd actually do it for one of my clients. Also, what is your lifetime customer value? Um, this is a very important number because uh, this is going to help you figure out how much you should be spending on advertising um, and we're going to discuss that a little bit more and then um, some of you may need to hire more technicians to hit the hit your goals right um, so we're going to go over that information as well so let's take a look at an actual example here so i'm going to go with a revenue uh, target of a hundred thousand per year uh, if we break that down monthly, it's about 8300 per month. Um, the average transaction value um, I'm going to do at 150 um, which is probably on the lower end. Um, you know, you may be at 175 you may be at 200 you might you may be at 220 um, depending on your, your area uh, and the type of appliances that you're servicing. So, you know, just fill this in based on your average transaction value. And it, it just just to break that down a little bit more, um, when I ask my clients to figure out the average transaction value, you know, I'd say to them, if I sent you ten customers right now, um, how many of those, um, you know, assuming you did get all ten of them uh, completed as a repair job, what would the average be? All right, and it's usually somewhere between that one fifty to twenty unless it's high in appliances. So hopefully that helps a little. So now we need to figure out how many calls do we need to get in, right, to, 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 to hit that number, all right? And based on the 150, we would need to get in uh, 56 calls per month. So you divide your monthly target by your average transaction value to come up with that number. And then what is the lifetime customer value? Um, you may not be tracking this, but how, how do you figure out the lifetime customer value? So how much is that customer worth to you over the lifetime? Um, and this is going to vary from appliance repair company to appliance repair company and from region to region. Um, but basically what we want to factor in here is that when you get a new customer um, and you do a repair job for them, you should get more repair jobs from that customer. It, should, it shouldn't just be a one-off um, situation all right um, but if you're not doing any type of follow-up or staying in touch with these customers over the months or, or the years then it will be a one-off situation but a customer should be worth a lot more than that initial service call or, or, or repair job um, so other things you want to factor in here is you know every homeowner or, or, um, has multiple appliances right they have a dishwasher they have a stove they have a refrigerator so all those are potential profit centers for you and then they all have friends and family that they can refer you to um, so so when when we break this down if if an appliance repair company is doing the necessary follow-ups to stay in front of that customer over the upcoming months and years um, on the low end or, or an average actually should be about a thousand dollars is what that lifetime customer value should be um, for the average appliance repair company 
And how many technicians will you need to hit that goal? So how many service calls can one technician do? Um, you know, for some of you, it may just be five per day. Um, and if your service area is even tighter, then, you know, your, your technicians can probably do up to 10 per day. All right. So um, how many technicians would you need to get um, 56 uh, service calls done per month? So now let's look at how many leads um, you're going to actually need. So what is the average conversion rate from caller to book call? All right, so if you got 10 phone calls that came in on a particular day, how many of those do you think you could turn into a scheduled job? Uh, that's what we're talking about right there. All right, once you figure that out, you want to multiply your the call targets, the amount, what we just discussed on the last slide there, that was 56 calls. Um, we, you want to multiply that by your conversion rate. And we look at an actual example here. Um, so the average conversion rate um, should be around 55%. If you're lower than this, um, you definitely want to look on improving that. Um, so if we multiply the 56 calls from the, the example we showed earlier by the 55% conversion rate, that results into 86 leads per month is what we would need to, to get. Um, to do a hundred thousand per year. So by now you should have. Um, let me go back one slide here. Um, you know you can. Um, by now you should have actually uh, figured out those goals. Um, you can always come back to the worksheet or or your notes um, after the webinar and and, and update this information. But hopefully that alone um, will help you get on track if you're not with your 2018 goals so far. Now let's take a step back into the fundamentals of marketing. And this is marketing 101. Um, some of you may have seen this before, some of you may not. Um, but there are three main fundamentals of marketing. Uh, the first one is the market, which is who, right? So who are your customers? Um, the, the next one is the, the media, which is, you know, the different sources. So media could be the newspaper, radio, um, your website, right? So it's how you're going to reach your target market. And then the message is what you're going to be saying to that target market. So what is the message on your advertising? Is it same day service? Is it, uh, 20, 30 years of experience? Uh, is it that you specialize in a certain type of appliance? Those are some examples of, of the different type of messages. Um, so that's what we're going to, we're going to drill down into these now, um, these, these three different sections uh, to help you figure out who your target market is. If you, if you don't know already, or maybe you've never even done this exercise, um, you know, who is that person? The, the, who is the average person that calls your appliance repair company? Is it male? Is it female? Um, what age group are they? You know, we're going to discuss that in more detail. So let's look a little bit more into what your ideal customer is. Now, you may not realize it yet or never thought about this, but if you were to take a look at all the customers over the last year that you've gotten, 
even over the last month, you'll notice that there are some commonalities within those customers, right? For some of you, maybe um, you get more females calling in than males. Um, for others of you, it's going to be more males than females. Um, you know, so we're going to look at some demographic information and also some psychographic information. Um, if you're not familiar with, with, with those words, don't worry. We're going to really drill it down and simplify it a lot. But it's important to know your customer avatar. Uh, and what I mean by the avatar is like really understanding what your customers is. Is it male? Is it female? Um, for some of you, it, it will be both. Um, but there's a, a larger part of your market. It's usually not like a 50-50 ratio, right? There's going to be a larger portion, whether it's a 60-40 or 80-20. Um, it's, 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 it's never the same. So we need to figure out like who is your target customers. If it's more female, then we want to target the message to be to, to communicate better with the female versus the male, right? Because that will help us get more conversion. So we're going to talk about the goals and desires of your target customer, their dreams, their aspirations, what are their fears, what are their pain, what's their frustration. And we're going to tie this in directly to appliance repair and why this is important. So just stick with me. Um, if you're wondering, you know, what the heck am I talking about at this point? So on the left, let's start with the demographics um, of, of what your ideal customer could look like. And, and, and these are just um, examples to help to help you figure out um, your own customer avatar or your own ideal customer. So the first one of the demographics is homeowner. Um, you may be in an era where you get more renters than homeowners. Um, but for this example, we're going to assume um, that person is a homeowner. They're 35 or older. Um, and, and, you know, you, you guys can make note of this. Um, so you can actually figure this out um, from the phone calls or the type of um, service jobs that you're scheduling. Uh, typically female, occasionally male. So in this example, it's more female than male. They're typically married with two to three kids. Um, they're head of the household. Their income is 65000 or more. Family-oriented, reliable, easily frustrated. Um, so some of, these are some of the psychographics there. And then the likes to please people. And they expect the same in return. They're not handy, right? Which that's a good thing for appliance repair. So they're not going to try and um, uh, fix the appliance repair themselves. They're going to just uh, call a, a good company to come out. They like gardening, crafts, arts. They live in the suburbs. They may be upper middle class um, neighborhood is, is where they live. And then on the right hand side here, we're going to talk about pains and frustrations. Right, so one of the pain and frustration is that the appliance stopped working. We all rely on appliances nowadays. I mean, they've simplified our life so much that when one breaks, it's 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 a huge frustration. Um, they can't get an appliance repair company on the phone, or maybe they've left a message and they never got a call back. Right, so these are common frustrations um, that consumers um, experience, and they need to get the appliance issue resolved. Um, they're too busy to deal with it. They're worried that the situation um, at the house could be un unhealthy um, for their family, right? Um, so if it's a gas appliance, that could be a situation there. Um, so hopefully that gave you some, some 
um, example. So let's look at it now in more detail and, uh, on how it relates to the appliance repair industry, right? So, so some of the fears that a consumer has is that they, they fear being ripped off or overcharged by an appliance repair company, all right? So when, if the customer has this fear, right, you need to overcome this um, when you answer the phone and it starts with the way the phone is answered, right? So if you just answer hello, what do you think that communicates to a customer that's, that fear is being ripped off, right? The phone needs to be answered professionally um, to help with that. All right, so I want to stay on track here. Uh, paying too much for something they could have gotten elsewhere, right? They don't want to pay for an appliance that, um, let's say it's a 20-year-old, 25-year-old refrigerator. Uh, they kind of want to get an idea, does it even worth fixing, right? And a, a refrigerator that's 25-year-old, there's probably not even parts available for it anymore. Um, so, uh, you know, they don't want to waste money there. Um, you know, asking them questions like that, like how old is the appliance, um, you can just, um, you know, help them out there as well as it's going to save your technician time as well. You don't want to just schedule every single call that comes in uh, if it's not even worth fixing. Um, so the customer is going to appreciate that and they'll probably write your number down um, and call you in the future or even refer you just for giving them uh, that type of advice, um, especially if they're, they have the fear of being ripped off. Right, they don't want to have their their home damaged uh, by a technician that doesn't know what he's doing, or or the appliance being damaged um, by lack of experience of the technician. They don't want to have to to wait around all day for the tech to arrive. Um, so many consumers complain about this. Um, yes, as an appliance repair company, you do have to give a window, um, but just letting them know that the technician is going to call, you know, thirty minutes, forty five minutes, um, or when they're on their way. Um, will be helpful to a consumer because um, they can still run around and get errands done, right? So their whole day is not tied up. Um, or maybe they even work close to home so they can just um, um, take off work when they get that 30-minute call from the technician. Uh, that way they don't have to take off the whole day from work and, and, and then they don't get paid for that day. And, and some consumers even complain of appliance repair companies that don't show up, right? So they took the day off from work, they didn't get paid, um, and the appliance repair company um, didn't show up. And, and, and that just leaves them in a worse situation because, what, they need to take another day off from work, which is going to be hard, right? It doesn't look good to the boss. Um, they have to go through another day of um, the appliance not working. Imagine if that's a refrigerator, right? The food keeps spoiling and spoiling and spoiling. Um, they may have laundry piling up. So uh, it's important to keep these things in mind, um, you know, when dealing with consumers. Um, the next one is being inconvenienced trying to coordinate with the tech. Um, so some appliance repair companies don't work after 5 p.m. Um, so it, it becomes a little issue there or some don't even work on the weekends. So some consumers only have time after 5, right, because they work Monday through Friday or on the weekends. So those are their only availability. Um, and then we talked about this before where um, an inexperienced technician may cause harm to not just the home, um, but also the appliance if they're working on a washer and don't know what they're doing and, you know, causes a flood in the home, um, that could cause an issue. So they also want to know that the, the company does have insurance in the event of something like that. 
And then the invoice will be more than they can afford. Um, some consumers already have a number in mind. You know, maybe they they don't want to spend more than um, two hundred dollars on a, on a repair. Um, so if it's um, you know a compressor type situation um, with a refrigerator or a transmission with a washer, um, you know those type of repairs might not be worth it at all. All right, I apologize for that, guys. On my Skype updates, I you know I'm asking you to turn off your updates, and I'm forgetting to turn mine off. So. Got that turned off and uh, we'll go ahead and continue here. So let's talk about the goals and desires now of the the average consumer. They want to get the appliance fixed, right? Um, they want to have that issue behind them um, so they can get on with their regular lives. Um, they want to have a well-kept home, right? So no appliance is broken, no damage to the home. And they want to take care of their family. Um, you know, if the fridge is not working, um, you know, that, that affects the family life as well as the laundry. Um, more income, money, wealth. They want to live in a, in a nicer area, have more luxurious cars, uh, drive nicer cars, kids healthy, happy, successful. They want to spend more time w with, the, with their family, um, right? They don't want to be waiting around all day for an appliance tech when they could be out um, spending time with the wife and kids. They want to travel and have fun with the family. They want their respect and approval for their friends, family, and relatives. And they want peace of mind. If you can see the customer through the customer's eyes, then you can sell what the customers buy. So if you really understand the customer, um, you'll be able to craft a message to to get them to get more customers to hire you um, which is ultimately what you what you want so um, so that was the market that was the who um, we discussed the customer avatar there and let's talk about crafting that message now so what is your message why should someone choose to do business with you versus your competition um, uh, you should be able to tell me three things right now, you know, if we're <laughs> um, across from each other talking in a room and I ask you this question, you should be able to answer that, right? Um, and you don't want to just say you're the best in town. Um, we want to go into a little bit more. We're going to discuss a few more suggestions um, to help you come up with that message. And then what benefits do you offer that you're target customer avatar will resonate with right so now that you've 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 figured out the fears and frustrations and and the goals and desires of your customer avatar um, you can help come up with benefits now um, that will relate more to that target audience so here are a few things right um, same day service or emergency service those are things that could um, differentiate you from your competitors um, some only offer next day service um, some don't offer service after five um, if you do then you may have emergency or 24-hour service on time service right that's that that's big because we talked about the frustration there of the customer um, waiting around um, the tech is late or the tech doesn't show up at all um, straightforward pricing or upfront pricing um, having a guarantee warranty um, 
you know, what what is your warranty? Is it just 30 days? Is it 90? Um, we have some clients that offer up to a year. Um, straightforward pricing, so just start charging a flat rate versus hourly. Um, and then the upfront pricing is, is telling them specifically, um, you know, what the service call fee is, right? So that's just a flat rate upfront. Um, you definitely can't tell them what it's going to be repair the cost of the repair if you if you haven't diagnosed it um, and then trustworthy technicians or, or years of experience technicians technician that specialize in a certain appliance um, you know maybe you do more Maytag repairs in your particular city than anyone else um, those are all great things that you can include in your message all right, so let's look at a breakdown of that. So fast same-day service, money-saving offers, 24-hour with no overtime charges, clean-cut professional technicians. We leave your home cleaner than the way we found it. Um, so some appliance repair companies will do simple things like the technician will take his shoes off before entering a home, or some will have those, those um, covers for the shoes that the technician puts on. Those things, um, maybe not so much taking the shoes off, but um, having the covers for the shoes um, is a great first impression, right? And the technician shows up in his uniform, great first impression, right? So great service guaranteed. So let's take a look now at media, right? So the how. Uh, your website is the hub of all your mo online marketing um, activity and what we mean by that is everything comes back to your website right so if you if you're doing any type of SEO uh, the customer finds the website in the search engines and then they click into the website if you're doing pay-per-click advertising or advertising on Yelp or yellow pages customer sees the ad and drives them back to the website um, uh, social media, same deal, right? They find you on social media, they want to learn more, they click into the website. So the website's the hub. Uh, or you can think about it also as the foundation. So if it's not set up for conversion, you may not be getting as much leads um, as you possibly could. So is your website set up to convert visitors to callers, right? So once a consumer comes to your website, is it set up to encourage them to call your appliance repair business? Uh, one of the elements uh, that you can see in this um, image here with the ad, red arrows pointing is having the phone number in the upper right-hand corner of your website, and this should be on every single page. That alone will increase your conversion. So if there's one thing you take away from this webinar today, um, is get that number in the upper right hand corner if it's not already there and and watch the leads actually increase um, right here is the ultimate appliance repair conversion machine this is um, a PDF document that we created um, to, to help appliance repair companies figure out how to make their website better converting all right and it has several tips here um, which includes having the phone number in the upper right hand corner um, using making sure you have social icons because that helps um, other elements would be having displaying reviews from other customers and then having trust icons from um, sites like the better business bureau all these things help with conversion 
And then another very important thing or takeaway from this document is that you have a responsive website or a mobile responsive, mobile ready website. Um, you know, it, it is, if you don't know if your website's mobile friendly, just, um, you know, take a look at it from your phone. So go to the website address and see if you can actually navigate your website from your phone. Now, this should be easy, right? It shouldn't be where you have to zoom in slide over no if if that's the situation you're losing customers because customers aren't going to do that all right and then you should have a click to call button at the bottom of the website that should be on every page um, if you look at the image there you'll see that click to call make it easy for the consumer um, if not they'll immediately just come off of your website and find someone else so can conversion optimization have an impact it sure can and it's it's not that you need to get um, let's say you're doing a five percent conversion you know from from a, a consumer that visits your website to call in let's say that that's at five percent now um, getting that to ten percent is a big difference all right because um, it's it's doubling the amount of leads and as you see at at ten percent um, there's still 90% conversion that, that could be worked on, but being at five now and just getting to 10% will double the amount of leads you have right now. So if you're, you're getting 100 leads a month right now, just increasing that will get you to 200. Is your website set up for conversion? So does it speak to your target avatar? Does it address their fears, frustrations, and speak to why they should choose you over your competitor? Does it have real authentic images of your team and throughout the website, right? Uh, a lot of appliance repair companies um, will get stock images, especially if they hire an, um, a website company like um, uh, web.com um, to design your website. They usually have a lot of stock images on there. But having real images of the owner, of the team, of the, the fans, help significantly with conversion um, do you have video elements on your website like having a welcome video talking about your experience and why the customer should choose you is great uh, really helps with conversion um, you also could have a video describing each of the services so one for refrigerator repair one for dishwasher repair and 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 then another video explaining why they should contact you versus the competition does the website showcase your online reviews right and is this on all pages you you want to make this prominent uh, more and more consumers are looking for these reviews you know what other consumers have said about your company um, before they make their their buying decision or before picking up the phone uh, you want to also make it easy for them to take action and, and contact your company. So having that phone number in the upper right hand corner having that click to call button for for um, consumers that are on a mobile device that will help a lot as well as having an email form because if they're at work they can't speak on the phone having that email form they'll be able to contact you and schedule that appointment um, getting the basics in order so we've talked about having a phone number in the upper right hand corner we've talked about having a web form that they could fill out and then authority symbols from like the Better Business Bureau that communicates trust and there are sites like Angie's List that um, do offer um, some credibility uh, symbols as well. Um, 
update a call to action at each page to ensure it speaks to, your, to the customer and tell them exactly what to do next. So what a call to action is, is, is telling the customer what you want it to do, which in the case of an appliance repair company, usually it's call now. That's your call, call to action or fill out this form. Um, those are examples of call to actions. All right, so the next important thing now is do you have tracking in place, right? Are you tracking the phone calls that are coming in from your advertising? So it's important to use call tracking if you're not um, because you want to find out what's working, right? Is Yellow Page really working? Um, if you have a call tracking number that's dedicated just to Yellow Pages, you'll be able to tell. So you should have a call tracking number for every source of advertising you use. Um, is Google AdWords working? You know, um, and how well is it working, right? Um, the call tracking will also help you to figure out the average cost per call that's generated. Um, and it does provide you with a dashboard so you can measure your, your KPIs or key performance indicators. What gets measured gets done, right? Um, if you don't know what your cost per lead is, um, and you're just paying for advertising. You know you get calls from the yellow pages, but how many? What what is it really costing you? Um, this will help you to move your advertising dollars around from the ones that aren't working so well to the ones that are working better. So it's really important. Um, so so far we've talked about clear goals um, and 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 targets for 2018. We we we've gotten clear on market message and media the fundamentals of marketing we've made sure that the website is optimized for conversion because it's the hub everything comes back to the website and now we've set up we've put tracking in place um, so you can keep track of it of, of your different advertising sources so you can know what's working and what's not working so I showed you this image earlier um, and this is the online marketing dominance um, image that we've created. All right, there's several different things here. Um, so we're going to start with number one, um, which is um, SEO. So that has to do with Google, Bing, and Yahoo. Um, the second thing would be pay-per-click advertising, such as Google AdWords, Yellow Pages ads, and then there's retargeting. Um, some of you may or may not be familiar with that. Um, but what retargeting pretty much is, is, is there's a lot of consumers that come to your website and then they don't call. Um, not because anything is necessarily bad with your website, but they may have gotten distracted. So they may have been at work um, and, you know, the phone rang or they may have been at home and then the baby started crying. So they got distracted um, and they clicked away from your website. What retargeting does is it, it put what, what is called a cookie um, or it puts some type of tracking code. Let's go with that instead. It puts some type of tracking code in their browser that now follows that customer around. So anywhere they go on Facebook, it's going to have one of your ads show up um, or any, any website that's attached with, with Google. Um, so let's say they go read an article in um, the Wall Street Journal your ad's going to show up. So that's what retargeting does. It helps you recapture customers that may have gotten distracted from your website for whatever reason, and it forces them to, to um, 
or encourages them to contact your company again. All right, and then there's paid online directories like Yelp and Yellow Pages. Um, you should be including that in the mix. And then there's repeat and referral customers. Uh, there's paper lead services. Um, there's good and bad. Um, you know, all lead services are not the same. And then there's social media advertising, such as Facebook and YouTube, um, which is also great to help with um, referral traffic and um, or referral customers and um, staying in front of them. Right. And then there's a referral program, uh, which is good to implement into your business. So you want to offer gift cards, um, do newsletters or reward customers um, for calling you again when the appliance breaks down. So that's that's in a nutshell what the online um, dominance blueprint looks like. And if you're doing all, all of these eight sources here, there's no question that you'll dominate your local market you'll have more customers than you can handle. So let's look at the SEO strategy um, for the online dominance. Are you optimized to rank in the Google Maps? So this is, it's considered SEO, but it's, it's not the organic SEO. So um, if you look at the search engine there, those, that little area uh, shaded in pink or those first three listing or the paid ads, and then usually below the paid ads is, is what's considered to be the Google Maps section, right? Um, just doing regular SEO um, is to get you to rank in the organic section, which is below the map section here. So if you're only trying to get ranked in the organic section, you're missing out on, on leads from the Google Map section. So are you optimizing your website to also be listed in the Google Maps? Um, and, and this is through the Google My Business platform. And let's talk about now the foundation of um, the online marketing channels here. So organic SEO is a long-term strategy. Um, it usually takes months, um, usually closer to a year to get onto the first page. Um, so that's the foundation there. And then above that will be social media. And then paid directories, and then pay-per-click would be at the top. Are you active on social media? All right. If if you're not, then you're missing out on a lot of referrals. Um, social media is now the new word of mouth advertising. So if I can't tell you how many appliance repair companies I speak to, and I ask them, where do you get most of your business? And it's, it's word of mouth. So they're not doing any type of paid advertising. And in that case, they're usually slow. Why? Because word of mouth advertising is typically not consistent. That's why you want to have several sources of advertising. But if most of your clients are coming, let's assume that you are busy with word of mouth advertising, you've probably seen a decline over the years. The reason why is social media is the new word of mouth. So if you like word of mouth advertising, uh, you really want to consider doing some social media or getting active on social media because this will result in more repeat business and more referrals. Now, are you taking advantage of paid online marketing opportunities like Google AdWords or some other pay-per-click advertising? Um, are you doing any paid ads with, with sites like Angie's List, um, Yellow Pages, or Yelp? 
you want to build a custom marketing plan for your appliance repair business. All right, uh, that's why we're going to provide you with this this sheet um, to help you figure that out, um, and and to look at some of the foundational things that that need to be put in play, um, such as making sure your website is optimized for conversion, and making those little tweaks like in the phone number in the upper right hand corner that could get you from that five percent conversion rate to that ten percent. So. Let's look at some of the action items um, that, that you should be focusing on as, as we come to an end of this um, a webinar today. Um, looks like we're, we're about 45 minutes, so we're, we're doing good on time. Um, what are your top three internet marketing initiatives that you need to implement to hit your 2018 goals? All right, so you should have three things now that, that you may want to implement. So if you weren't doing SEO, maybe that's what it is. Uh, maybe you want to start looking into some different paid sources of, of advertising. Uh, maybe you want to get into the Google Maps. Uh, maybe you want to start doing some social media um, advertising. And maybe you want to look at some other elements, right, such as... Um, you're, you're, you're looking more into the market, figuring out who your customer avatar is, um, tailoring the message. Um, if you're relying on like your advertising rep at the radio or, or the, the TV to, to come up with the message, um, you may want to review those um, and compare it with some of um, the messages that we talked about. And, and just keep in mind those fears and frustration that the consumer has. And is your message addressing those, right? Um, we've gotten clear on the goals and your target for 2018. If you're not clear on it, um, definitely take some time to figure that out over the next few days or the next few weeks um, so you can get on track there. And then make sure your website's optimized for conversion. Um, if you're not doing any type of tracking, highly, highly encourage you to be, be tracking. Um, if you implement call tracking, it's relatively inexpensive. We're talking about a dollar a month to get a call tracking number. Um, and I believe it's about five or ten cents per minute is is what you would pay. But it uh, it's it's going to save you so much money, um, as it will help you identify sources that aren't working. So I want to encourage you to to go out and execute this 2018 internet marketing plan, and make this year your best year ever. All right, guys. So we're we're pretty much wrapping up now. These are the bonuses that I promise you and. For you, if you want these bonuses, what I want you to do is um, in the chat box there, um, you'll see a chat box um, there where you can enter some information in. Go ahead and put your email address in there. Um, this is only um, private to me, so no one else will see your email. Um, put your email in, and I'll send these um, directly to you. All right, um, so I'll send you the top 65 keywords. Um, that you should be targeting. Um, I'll send you the image of the online marketing dominance um, blueprint there. And I'll also send you the online marketing checklist um, just as a token of my appreciation for sticking around on this webinar until the end. Um, I know you guys are busy and I do, do appreciate it and value your time there. So I want to also offer you as a, an additional bonus here for everyone watching um, a free 2018 online marketing plan review. 
uh, we're going to take a look at your online visibility, uh, create a custom keyword list for you, um, put together a ranking report um, so you can see where your website's ranking um, if you want us to, um, an analysis of online directory listings and the consistency of them. Um, we're going to take a look at your online reviews and reputation. Um, that, that's becoming um, more and more popular nowadays um, where reviews are heard in appliance repair companies um, and they're being ignored. Um, you know, I highly encourage you, whether, whether you get good reviews or bad reviews, you should always respond to them. Um, and if it's bad though, you want to see if you can turn that bad review into a good review. Um, even if that means refunding the customer their money because bad reviews are going to hurt you so much more. Um, customers now, and this is going to be, become more prominent in the future, if, if they see a bad review, and most of them are looking for reviews first before calling an appliance repair company, and that's going to be, become the new standard in the future. Customer looks for reviews, then call appliance repair company. So if they see these bad reviews, you don't know if you're losing 10, 20, 100 customers a month because of those bad reviews. So that's what I mean. Uh, it's costing you more than, than you really think. Um, so just refunding that 100 or 150 back to the customer, um, or in some cases it's less, it's a service call fee. Um, it's going to save you a lot more money. And it's not uncommon for a customer, if you do that, refund them the money for them to now go back online and change that review from good to bad. Um, we help our clients with that all the time. Um, we're also going to take a look at your social presence, see what you're doing online. And then we're going to take a look at your website and to see if it's converting on an effective level. So if you want to get this free 2018 online marketing plan review, um, give us a call at 866-561-5627. And let one of my assistants know you want to set up an appointment to speak to me. Um, and they'll go ahead and get that scheduled for you. Again, that's 866-561-5627. And um, they'll go ahead and take care of that. Um, Again, guys, I do appreciate your time. I hope you found this information valuable and um, look forward to speaking with you soon. Um, and please take this information and, and, and implement it. All right, guys, take care.